Here it comes. All right, here we go. Welcome to the revolution. You're welcome. All over the world, the movement is getting stronger. If you want to know the truth, yes, I think you guys are a little weird. Booyah! Our voice is getting louder. Yeah, baby! We are the pulse of America and stewards of the outdoors. Hey, are we done here? Because I'm losing my buzz. <laughs> welcome to the one and only revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's a story about a guy named Jim B. <laughs> he always wears shorts and shoes bare. Yes, I do. He likes to fish. Yes. For rainbows. Yes, I do. Because he doesn't know how to catch catfish. I'll scissor kick his gizzard and break his karate artery. <laughs> that is a song about Jimby. I That's... thought that was the Brady Bunch. You are the Brady Bunch. Yes. All right, so Jimbo, <laughs> you are here. Yes, I am. My co-companion. My co-conspirator. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about? Hey, we're talking about Wild Impact on this week's show. And, of course, we've got Jeff Danker on. Who's he with? Jeff Danker. Jeff Danker is with Buck Ventures. Ah, uh, such a cool guy. He's going to be joining us in just a second, man. Ah, uh, you got to watch Buck Ventures, though. That's Thursday, 7.30 and 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. He's going to stick around for a doubleheader. Then who do we have? Hey, we've got uh, Tommy Gomes. Of course, he is the fishmonger. He's the guy that rounds up all of those sea urchins. He is like Poseidon! Whoa! <laughs> this guy is so cool. I love Tommy Gomes. Yes. Yeah, he's going to stick around for a doubleheader as well. Uh, and then it's just going to go in the crapper. Cat Daddy's going to join us. <laughs> um, yes, we've got a good time with old uh, Cat Daddy. Talk about spoonbill yeah, fishing. Yeah, our expert cat fisherman wants to talk about spoonbill. Okay. All right, so that's what we're going to do. Or is it spooning? That would be like Kevin Van Damon talking about walleye. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, really? Yeah. Okay. All right, so let's get to Hey, we got to get to Jeff Danker, the buck hunter. Let's do it. This week, it's Wild Impact. Why don't you just do it? Now, let's kick off a two-parter with Jeff Denker, co-host of Buck Ventures, Thursdays at 7.30 and 11.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. You know who has a better radio show than us? Actually, it's anybody. A, it's a podcast. <laughs> no, Jeff Danker, have you listened to Between the Brows? It's something else. That's a he, he, Jimbo hasn't listened to it. <laughs> it's uh, it's a great podcast. But anyways, just now got Jeff Danker on the show again. Buck Ventures, love the show. That is so hard to believe. Uh, new seasons kicking off this summer, and you're going into your twentieth year, Mister Jeff. Oh, dude, can you believe that? I can't believe we've been doing this twenty years. In a sense, been trying to make a living. Shooting things and and God has blessed us and it's actually worked. <laughs> yeah, and you got the woodsman, and now that was kind of like a my outdoor TV original, and now it's moved to Sportsman Channel, correct? Yeah, it's actually taken right over where Buck Ventures was, and it's taken that Wednesday night, I believe, at whatever seven thirty, and then the next airing is eleven thirty, something like that. So it's got great airtime, and yeah, the guys are just stoked about that. I mean, we have three hundred pro staff that are kind of. Wow. Filming for that and, and being on national TV. And, you know, obviously you can just take the top 13. So they're working hard to uh, to get into that top 13 slot. Yeah. And now you have uh, Between the Brows, a podcast. I mean, what is it? Then you're going to buy a newspaper? <laughs> but you got yeah, Oh, gosh, I know. My, you know, these young <laughs> young guys I got in here, they're, they're hungry and they're wanting to make sure they push me to try to get that podcast for like the last year and a half. And I finally broke down. 
But let me just tell you, I'm glad it was dead. It's just been cool to go in there and just sit and talk. Yeah. You know, God didn't give me a whole lot of talent, but he did give me a little bit of talent to talk. So maybe that'll pay off down the road. Sounds exciting, but not only all of that, but you're about to open a new store, aren't you? Yeah, 5-7 Equipment. Um, we uh, obviously, we, you know, a lot of people don't know, but 5-7 Equipment here in Chandler, Oklahoma is the big store. There's the big showroom, this and that. You walk in, if you didn't know any better, you wouldn't know that upstairs there's big suites and, and uh, studios, and that's actually where I'm sitting right now, above that showroom floor, just kind of hit out out there. But yeah, we're uh, we're we're opening a new store uh, March 28th through the April 1st at the grand opening, so just a few weeks away over there in Okmulgee, Oklahoma. So yeah. We got plenty to do. Yeah. Now let's move on to hunting because uh, the, a couple of really cool stories. You were up in Nebraska. You pulled an all-nighter, drove back to Oklahoma. Uh, this past season, you had tremendous success, Mr. Jeff, decoying in. Tell us about Big 8 there in Oklahoma and how this decoy played such a massive role. Well, first of all, I got I to gotta preface that with this. I had high hopes all the way through the season. We go in like we all do, and I'm going to kill all these big bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, I wake up, and it's November 5th, and I ain't killed a buck all year. But I did go on this tear of, you know, God just started blessing me. And that, that particular deal, we just shot a great buck there with Realtree in Nebraska, um, a great stock that we had. But you're right, we, we come back, and we had one thing on our mind. We had a west wind. We were going to sneak into this set of called the bedroom. And we were going after guys a buck that was maybe the meanest buck I'd ever seen. Mm. We'd, we'd had an encounter with him two weeks prior, and we were literally, I called in this big nine. I got him coming, and this big eight looks up from about 250 yards and sees him, and he comes running, oh. and he runs this deer plum out of the country. So when I took this, this decoy, I called Joey. It's a DSD decoy. I set him out that morning. And with just, I said, if that big eight sees this buck, I'm just going to have to make sure I shoot him before he runs him plumb over. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and literally we saw the buck right off the bat, but it looked like he had a doe. So I was being real careful how I called to him. And, and he's probably watched him about 300, 325 yards all morning. Mm. And finally we just kept talking, you know, me and Co. And I'm like, well, it'd be nice if he just, that doe would drop down in this bottom because he's kind of up high. And sure enough, here in a little bit, the doe drops in the bottom. So, of course, he drops in the bottom. And then we're like, well, it'd be nice if he could come out of that thicket or she'd come out of thicket and start working our way. And so now it's nine-something. And all of a sudden, I look, and I'm like, dude, there's a doe popping her head out of that thicket over there. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, she just starts kind of working towards us, and he's right behind her. And it gets real, really fast. And so I got – we're in a hot blind. And, and if you guys know, I mean, when you're in a blind, it just isn't the same. You, you don't know what wind to – so you're kind of having to open everything. We're scattered around up there, and I'm I'm, I'm watching a doe, and I'm pointing my bow where she's at because I'm thinking, well, he'll follow her. And all of a sudden, Cole said, "Dude, he sees Joey, mm. and he sees Joey through the brush. And when he does, he loses his cotton picking mind. His his is you know how they do the demeanor changes. This buck's ears fall. He's blew up, and I mean it's a it's a it's a no brainer. I mean. And he comes in, he literally gets right to decoy guys. He's like 17 yards and you'll never guess. Mm. But old Jeff here lets one fly and I shoot him and I don't even miss him. I hit him, but I mean, just barely low. Oh, and a little blood. But, and he just jumps and then he's like, 
what'd you do to me, Joey? <laughs> so he, he, he jumped, and he, then he's really mad. Mm-hmm. So I'm literally, I think I could have done jumping jacks in there. I grab another <laughs> air, I'm making noise, and he's just locked on to Joey. And let me just tell you, if you ain't seen it, it's on YouTube. But then at the second air, I get in him and just clobber him. An unbelievable hunt with Joey the decoy. I mean, I, I laugh. Me and Cole are looking at each other like, you know, Cole's saying, well, you must hit the blind. And I'm any excuse anybody will give me, I'm trying to take, oh, yeah, I'll probably hit the blind. But let me just tell you, I didn't hit nothing. It just made a better hunt. Yeah. Now let's fast forward to Kansas and you have a, you know, relatively new farm. It's not very big, uh, 75 mm-hmm. acres. But again, you busted out the decoy on a bucky named Heavy. Uh, and what did you think he was? Five to seven years old? Yeah, that's actually what we figured. I mean, we just closed on the farm, didn't know it real well. And I started getting pictures of him and, and I just told Cole, I'm like, dude, this buck's got to be, you know, five, six, or seven. Mm-hmm. Now, when I saw him in real life, I figured him to be seven. But, yeah, oh, wow. 75 acres. And this was an evening hunt, guys. Mm. I always preach, you know, to use them decoys more in the morning. Yeah. But it was just a perfect scenario on that evening on November 6th. And, and uh, it was, it was we, you know, we took Joey back in. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, uh, can you stick around for a second part, buddy? Yes, sir. Hey, we've been talking with Jeff Danker. He's the co-host of Buck Ventures. It's uh, Thursday nights at 730 and 1130 on Outdoor Channel. Yeah. And an all-new season will kick off in May. Also, uh, check on the Woodsman on Sportsman Channel. Check it out on My Outdoor TV. And uh, between the brows, uh, you got to catch the all-new podcast from Buck Ventures. Now, Mr. Jeff, where can we find you online, buddy? So, just Jeff, I'm uh, Jeff Danker. I'm at uh, on Instagram, Buck Ventures on Instagram. Uh, we do Facebook, uh, obviously Buck Ventures and Jeff Danker. I mean, yeah, you guys, uh, any questions, whatever, we try to answer everything. I think Buck Ventures even got TikTok and all that other stuff. But you might have talked to someone else to know that for sure. <laughs> That's right. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. More Jeff Danker right after this. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Just a cool show about the outdoors. The Revolution. Two dudes who love each other. Travi, they love each other. Travi to Jim B. Jim B, they love each other. Um, okay. Well, the boys will continue right after these important messages. My Outdoor TV is now available on all your favorite devices. With the best hunting, fishing, and shooting shows ever made, it's the ultimate streaming service for real-life outdoor adventures. My Outdoor TV is packed with over 10,000 exclusive episodes powered by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. The leaders in outdoor entertainment. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Start your free trial today. My Outdoor TV, now everywhere. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back with Wild Impact. Now let's rejoin Jeff Danker, co-host of Buck Ventures, Thursdays at 7.30 and 11.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Here's part two. 
Hey, we're back. We're talking wild impact on this week's show. Of course, we heard about the impacts that uh, the Big 8 did and also Heavy did. But uh, we've got Jeff Danker on the line, and he's telling some great stories about things that are going to happen. Yeah, now, I had mentioned in the beginning of the first segment with you, Mr. Jeff, Big Buck Work. People, anytime you do conservation, you need to use the hashtag Big Buck Work. That is something you guys do all over the country. You have numerous farms. You put in a tremendous amount of work. What are you guys doing right now to your properties uh, to help ensure success this fall? Well, that's one thing that we have, you know, we're, we're on right now. I just mentioned to you guys, we're fixing to take a few tractors over to Kansas. We're doing stuff in Northwest Oklahoma. One of the biggest things I would tell people is, you know, don't wait on your food plots, you know, be thinking about them right now. Those to fertilize food plots, you need to take soil samples now and then learn what that soil needs. The, the quicker you can get fertilizer on there, if you're going to plant soybeans, you're going to plant, you know, evolved harvest, turnips, whatever it might be, is think about that. I mean, and so that's what we're doing. The other thing is we're, we're killing some ground. You know, um, we, we got some things that we'll just drill in, but right now, guys, we are looking at anything. We're going to be planting, um, a lot of, uh, switchgrass. Mm-hmm. So we're preparing that dirt right now. And, and the truth of the matter is the big buck work is what we love. You know, with that thing, you know, we'll be shed hunting. Um, we be real careful shed hunting right now just because we feel like you guys are on camp. You know how it is. We don't want to go into some of these sanctuaries and blow the, blow a bunch of deer out. So we're we're still running some cameras to find out what deer are still holding. And again, this is all big buck work, just keeping uh, tabs on everything, but in a form that doesn't put a lot of pressure on things. Yeah. Now it's so crazy that you know any type of land pops up for sale. I don't care where it is. Um, it seems like it's sold before it even hits the market. You know, back channels is where most deals happen. Um, but between China, you know, big corporations, guys with a lot of money, they're snatching up land everywhere. And that American dream of owning a piece of property truly is slipping away with the prices. I mean, is there really a better investment for people that do want to, you know, instead of socking your money away in some stock or 401k, is it a really good investment? I think it is to invest in land. I mean, that's honestly something you're not going to be able to buy down the road. Well, I, I think you're exactly right. I think to each its own, right? I mean, some people, they know about the stock market. They know about being able to play this CD or whatever. I don't. I've always been real scared of money just because I've not. I just, if I had money, I spent it. So what <laughs> I've always tried to do is, is have assets. I mean, yeah. literally. Uh, and I got my wife on board and, and that's what we do is we, we get a little extra money. We buy some land and, and let me just tell you for anybody out there listening thinking, well, I ain't got that money. You know, what we did, the first one I ever bought is that's what I would do is just, you know, I would borrow the money, maybe even use something I had for collateral to get that piece of ground. But cause I think you're right. I think, you know, in my time, I believe that that land, that asset, I can always get money for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then having something that I can go out there, guys, and I can't even describe to anyone that's never done it is shooting your own deer mm-hmm. on your own or your a deer on your own land is I just can't even describe how that feels. It's unbelievable and the pride that I take in my ground. And again, if I ever get in a bind, I think uh, like you said, I could put it up for sale and sell it in just a a nanosecond. Yeah. Now. Um, 
Gil, let, let's talk about states to go to, because obviously anything here in Kansas, that's where we're from. Uh, it is way overpriced. It is expensive. People know what it's worth. If you if you had a let's say a, a small budget in mind, but you wanted a great, successful area that you could do work on and attract deer. What are some states that people aren't really looking to that you might consider, Mr. Jeff? Well, I think, uh, I, you know, I think there's several. I mean, I, we talked a little bit about Nebraska. I think Nebraska is one in the right areas. I mean, the, the thing of it is you can be in like Nebraska out west and, and find these little creeks and this and that, and, and you can actually buy ground pretty doggone cheap right there. Mm. Um, you know, you can actually, northwest Oklahoma is another place where you can actually buy ground fairly cheap and be able to shoot these great big bucks. Um you know, and and I, I think that there's a pocket everywhere for that, guys. I think that's the fun part. It's the research and finding those little areas, whether that's Kentucky, and you find that deal over there. Now, again, what you got to stay away from is these places around these towns and in this big farm ground, right? I mean, some of these big farmers, I was hunting a place in Iowa this last year, and they told me that the property was worth 25000 an acre. Oh, gee, wow. that just Pete. blows my mind. I mean, yeah. it's a hunting farm. That had a bunch, but it had that killer soil on it, you know. Mm-hmm. And 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 my farms usually what I buy are, you know, they're decent soil. Um, I I can't afford that big top soil, but but you know, I I think like I said again, there's a pocket, and and it's up to us to go find that. And no matter what state you might. Want. Yeah. Now let's go back to Buck Ventures for a second. Thursday, seven thirty and eleven thirty p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Again, all new season kicking off in May. Uh, you have the Woodsman on Sportsman Channel. Also pick it up on My Outdoor TV. The pro staff you guys have put together, really the community. It's a family. Uh, that's got to be for you such a huge accomplishment to assemble such a great group. Well, it's real weird. Uh, so I'm going to drop a name here. I consider him a really good friend. It's Bill Winky. Oh yeah. You know, Bill Winky back in the day. You know, me and him we used to, we'd talk all the time. We were at the Sportsman's Awards or whatever, and. And me and him would talk a lot about, you know, there's different things coming. There's this and that. And he would always encourage me to do something like this. So I, I kind of feel like I owe Bill something of, of finding something, guys, that no one else was doing. And, and that's what I started down is developing this pro staff. And, and literally, we have our fifth annual meeting coming up where, you know, we'll have 300 and some guys will be here April 27th, 28th, and 29th. We wow. house them all out here. And uh, they're coming in from 34 states. On Friday night now, we give $180,000 worth of stuff away that night oh. to, to, to the award ceremony, to the ones that work their tail ends off. And we couldn't do that without our, our great sponsors. All the sponsors will be there. They'll teach them how to to, to help them. And, and here's the, the, the catch, guys. We have that open right now on our website and taking applications if somebody wants to be a part of that. Oh, now, geez. we will vet you and that kind of stuff, and we'll see, and then you'll get an invite. Um, but that that's actually available, and it's, it's that deal that you can come learn how to film. You bet. Well, there's a guy that has 20 years of experience and success. Hey, we've been talking with Jeff Danker. He's the co-host of Buck Ventures, Thursday nights at 730 and 1130 on Outdoor Channel. Exactly. An all-new season is kicking off in May. Make sure you check out, though, the all-new podcast, Between the Brows. Uh, just search it online. Look under Buck Ventures. It's going to come up. I think there's like three new episodes 
episodes out. You got to listen to it uh, and make sure you hop on my outdoor TV. Check out Buck Ventures, also the Woodsman and on Sportsman Channel as well. Uh, Mr. Jeff, though, again, to learn more about you, Buck Ventures, the Woodsman, Between the Brows, everything you have going on, even if we want a new tractor or mower. Or we want to join. Exactly. Where can we find you online? So, so yeah, go to make sure and check out Buck Ventures YouTube. Man, we have so much educational stuff over so many big bucks dying over there. Go to Buck Ventures YouTube. You can actually even find Between the Brows over there as well. You know, check out my personal pages. You know, follow me on Instagram, Jeff Danker. Follow me on, on Facebook, Jeff Danker. And I, actually, I'm on Twitter, uh, Jeff Danker. So follow me there. You know, obviously, uh, definitely would love for you to follow Buck Ventures. Uh, 5-7 Equipment, you know, that I own that too. It's a tractor, power sports dealership. We got a lot of side-by-sides, this and that. We're in Chandler, Oklahoma. We're in Okmulgee, Oklahoma now, but it's just uh, 57equipment.com, so check that out. You bet. Hey, we've got Tommy Gomes, the fishmonger, coming up right after this. All new season three coming in May to Outdoor Channel as well. Uh, Dude, Mr. Jeff, God bless you. We love you, buddy. Love you too, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. We think you should still continue to listen. In fact, keep listening until we tell you you're finished listening. We'd hate for you to have some sort of accident. If you know what we mean, stay tuned. The Revolution will continue right after these messages. Home improvement meets outdoor lifestyle. This thing's got good bones. On the all-new original series, Renovation Hunters. When people have their hunting camps and fishing camps, sometimes these structures don't get taken care of. Host Hal Schaefer and his talented craftsmen have just seven days to transform a rundown structure into a beautiful cabin, lodge, or vacation home. We want to put the family back in the outdoors. All-new Renovation Hunters. Fridays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis on the air with Wild Impact. Now, here's another two-parter with Tommy Gomes, host of The Fishmonger, Season 3, coming to Outdoor Channel in May. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's Part 1. Hey, we are back. We're talking Wild Impact on this week's show. And before the break, we had Jeff Danker. What a great guy. Buck Ventures. But our next guest, man, he knows everything about fishing. That's right. He truly is a pirate. He's the last of a dying breed. That is Mr. Tommy Gomes, the fishmonger. You got to watch the fishmonger, though. All new season three kicking off on Outdoor Channel in May. Uh, It is so fantastic. Mr. Tommy, how's it going, buddy? Things are well. You know, things are good. We got great weather. Don't hold it against me because I'm from california you know we're not all weirdos out here but uh we're all hanging in there and and uh moving forward and looking forward to uh season four getting ready to film season four season three is coming up in may how are you guys doing doing good you know the the fact of the matter is uh with the uh, fishing industry you've been around a heck of a long time you probably baited the first hook didn't you Definitely after my grandfather forged it. <laughs> but, um, We're not talking about checks now. <laughs> yeah, right. No, we, um, well, I'm a fourth generation commercial fisherman. I was lucky enough. I commercial fished all over the world. I worked for uh, joint ventures for seven different governments, meaning being the only American on the boat. 
And uh, I hail from San Diego, California, the once great tuna capital of the world. Right up until 1985, we fed, believe it or not, the United States here in San Diego, we fed 90% of the world with our canned tuna. Wow. That is insane. It's been it's been fun. Now, due to environmental practices and lobbyists and, you know, so on and so forth, a lot of that got shipped overseas. Yeah, I mean, we're eating crap and who knows what it is. Um, but have, you know, the tuna population rebounded? Can we kind of reinvigorate that market in San Diego or is it too far gone? That's too far gone. You know, waterfront property is very expensive. Yeah. Uh, all around the East Coast, West Coast, Gulf states. I'm hearing the same story when I go out and interview commercial fishermen and their families. Um, that they're, they're having a hard time not only finding docking space, but they're also having a hard time finding buyers as those buyers are all along the waterfront and that property's worth a lot of money and big hotels and big investment companies come in and they buy them out. There goes our unloading facility and our packing facilities. And so, uh, it, it's really getting to be difficult logistically trying to get seafood to the lower 48 or into the Midwest. It's cheaper to have it, uh, flown into distribution centers, flown in from around the world from distribution centers and then distributed from a centrally located, you know, uh, throughout the U.S. spread out like a spider web rather than buying local seafood and things like that. Now, do you think, you know, um, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I do have a bunker. Um, <laughs> but now, do you think, I mean, you, you've four generational fishermen, man, 120 years experience in the San Diego area. I mean, looking at the bigger picture here, basically they've priced you guys completely out of the market. That's not just, oh, shoot, we didn't mean to do that. I mean, they're intentionally they're intentionally trying to kill you guys off, basically, because they're shipping this elsewhere to scratch somebody else's back. Would you say instead of supporting the locals, you guys can do it. They're making it so you can't. Absolutely. One hundred percent. That's a very true, concrete statement. I'll give you an example. Here in California, we have one of the best squid fisheries on the planet, mm. completely sustainable and everything. However, it's near impossible to get squid or calamari processed here in California. So we have to catch it. We freeze it. We ship it to China. <laughs> it's processed and then shipped back and defrosted for human consumption. Yet there's a small company in New Jersey um, called Lund's Fishery, family owned and operated for generations and generations. And they were on season two of the fishmonger. They catch their own squid. They process their own squid. And I have a seafood market here in San Diego. And believe it or not, I can't get my own California squid processed in the USA. I have to have my squid shipped in from Lund's Fishery in New Jersey 
all the way to San Diego because I'm trying to support American fleets. Yeah. Now, in the first season of The Fishmonger, you guys really kind of examined the challenges you faced there in San Diego by the commercial fishermen. Season two, you guys jumped in. You went to Boston, New Jersey, Alaska, the Gulf Coast, a lot of great places. Season three, you're going to go into Louisiana and a bunch of places. Are you finding that the struggles, the challenges you're facing there in San Diego, Mr. Tommy, is that what all commercial fishermen are facing all around the U.S.? Absolutely, 100%. Really? A couple of a couple of things is we're being attacked by the environmental groups that are backed by the big corporations like the Packard Foundation, the Pew Foundation, um, these big money lenders that have their own hidden agenda. They're the ones that are driving the money to these enviro groups that are attacking your commercial fishermen across the board. For instance, the big weather vanes at the offshore windmills that they want to put offshore, mm-hmm. you know, they're putting these on hard bottom where the commercial fishermen, that's a, that's a natural fish habitat. That's where we fish. That's where the fish are. They want to block all this stuff off. Nobody talks about how each one of those windmills holds something like 750 gallons of lube oil. They want to put thousands of them out there. You know, you're just looking at an environmental disaster. And another thing that people don't understand is that, look, behind every successful commercial fisherman, is an anchor, and that anchor is the wife. Mm. The wife is at home handling the business, raising the kids, making sure that everything is taken care of, because without the anchor, we're just adrift at sea, and we crash on the rocks. Mm. So it's a family affair. This is the backbone of America, your auto worker, your steel worker, your American rancher, your farmer, and your commercial fisherman. We provide good quality food, to America, and we're being pushed out by somebody's got this big agenda, and nobody can really figure it out because the fishermen, look, man, all we want to do is go fishing. You yeah. know, the reason why we're out there is because we don't like people. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know, we're just, we're just out there doing our own thing. You know, we're all out there in our own little Bubba Gump type world. <laughs> hey, Tommy, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Hey, we're talking with Tommy Gomes. He's the fishmonger, and uh, his program called The Fishmonger Season 3 is coming in Outdoor Channel in May. That's right. You have to stick around for it. This is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, My Outdoor TV. Mr. Tommy, before we get to a break to learn more about you, oh, man, it's so awesome, everything you do. And The Fishmonger, where can we find you online, buddy? Uh, you can follow me on social media, Tommy the Fishmonger on Instagram and Facebook. Facebook, you know, that that's pretty much it. I'm at Tunaville Market and Grocery. You know, I'm available for speaking engagements and all that stuff. So you just, I'm not that hard to find. You bet. Hey, more Tommy Gomes right after this. We seem normal until you get to know us. Stay tuned. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will continue right after this. There are plenty of great anglers out there. This is a different world of fish. A different world. But there's only one Bill Dance. Oh, boy, pee that line. Look at that dragon. That thing is gone. Get the scoop on the fish. You are a tarpon catching this son of a gun. Then get the fish in the boat. Are you happy? I'm very happy, bud. <laughs> Bill Dance Saltwater, Saturdays at 11.30 a.m. 
on Sportsman Channel. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Today, it's Wild Impact. Now, let's get back to Tommy Gomes, host of The Fishmonger. Season 3, coming to Outdoor Channel in May. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. This is part two. Hey, we are back. We're talking wild impact on this week's show. And, of course, uh, we had Tommy Gooms with uh, part one, but uh, he's coming back. And, Tommy, I've got to ask you a question. Of all of the things and all of the trends that you have seen in the four generations that uh, you've been around the fishing, what is the most unusual thing that people have asked and now are liking? Uh, the abductor muscle of an opa fish. Mm, okay, really? op- opa, yeah, opa is a warm-blooded fish that swims pelagically throughout the world's ocean. It's not a targeted species. It's a bycatch. But if there is a market for the bycatch, whether it's worth $0.05 cents or $5, your American commercial fishermen have to bring it in. It's the regulation. Mm. So what was happening was I did a video on an opa fish yeah and we just did a video and threw it up there to see if it would stick you know we were having fun well at that time the opa was getting the commercial fisherman 65 cents a pound this was only a couple years ago 65 cents a pound Mm. and i did this video and the video went viral Mm -hmm. and i didn't understand what that meant because my my great niece she was like nine years old she's like (laughs) uncle your video you're viral. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not sick. Get away from <laughs> and, uh, you know, little booger eater. What are you talking about? And uh, the video, the video is well over 80 million views. And what we wow. did was, yeah, we were able, and again, I don't have any concept of any of this stuff, but what we were able to do with that was get the fishermen from 65 cents a pound to $2 and 50 cents a pound. Wow. And educate yeah, and educate people on all the benefits of these different cuts of fish from an OPA. And that allowed us to take and market all the different cuts of all the species of fish because every fish is different. Mm-hmm. Every single fish, freshwater, saltwater, it doesn't matter. They're all different. You don't harvest a pig just to make bacon, although bacon makes the world a better place. We all agree on that. Yeah. But... <laughs> You, you don't just kill a pig to make bacon. You harvest the pig and you harvest everything from it. The same thing with a chicken, the same thing with a cow. Yeah. But when it comes to a fish, we're so spoiled. We want that four ounce piece of fish, bloodline out, skin off, no bones, and we don't want it to taste like fish. And then you go get a piece of chicken, you know, aisle five. <laughs> why, why are you in my shop? And these videos and, and, and these, um, dinner events and speaking engagements that I do, it allows us to get people thinking again, like, Sardines and anchovies and mackerel are the best tasting omega-3 filled seafood out there. And people go, oh, I don't eat bait. Mm. Well, what do you mean you don't eat bait? You eat the big fish, right? So if the big fish eat the small fish, why don't you eat the small fish? Yeah. 
I, you know, I don't eat that because it's bait. Well, then starve. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, what's so amazing is watching your videos, watching the fishmonger. I mean, in, in your classes, you put on classes and seminars. You know, you preach zero waste consumption. You preach conservation. Those sus- the tail. Sustainability. And the thing is, you want to protect these species more than anyone else because, let's face it, if they run out, you don't have anything to eat. And you don't have a job. And and that's why right. it is so just dumbfounding to me that you guys are being attacked when you're the true conservationists out there. I mean, you're not the devil. They are, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Look, I'm not talking peace, love, and equal housing here. We're not going to exchange Christmas cards and take long, hot showers together, even though I'm from California. Okay, let's get that straight. All I'm trying to do is get the word out there that your American commercial fishermen are not the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I've seen the bad guys, and the American fishermen are not the bad guys. All this all this hoopla and stuff that you hear about the main lobster fishery or killing all the right whales and stuff, that's the farthest thing from the truth. There hasn't been a right whale killed in the Gulf of Maine in, what, 25, 30 years? An entanglement, you know? And when they show these videos and things of of the whales entangled and they're coming from the north, that's Canadian fishing gear that they're wrapped up in, and you can tell it's Canadian gear because using that type of gear in U.S. waters is illegal. It's the same thing that we see in California with the California gray whale migration coming from the south to the north. They're all tangled up in these fishing gears, and the and the buoys are gas cans, gallon jugs, this and that. That's all stuff from Mexico, our stuff isn't like that. It's a different gear set. And but it makes for propaganda, which you know, the American public, we thrive on drama and propaganda, especially in uh on social media now. It's not like Walter Cronkite back in the day who was an actual reporter and would report the news. Now everybody's kind of reporting stuff, and you got to figure out what's real and what's not real. Mm. Well, like you, you're the fourth generation fisherman out there in San Diego. Fact of the matter is, you probably have three or four generations of customers coming in as well. No question about that. You know, easy because they're bringing in their their kids that are like toddlers now, and and things like that. And one of my you know, we're right on the water in San Diego. We got a smoking deal through the port of San Diego because we're buying local fish and, and the uh, Coastal Act. One of the things we do is like, it's pretty funny because people walk their dogs along the waterfront and we've trained the dogs to pull their masters into the shop because every time a dog walks by, we give them snacks. <laughs> That's good advertising there. Yeah. So here, here we have these dogs coming in and we'll give them, you know, We'll give them a chunk of salmon or a piece of tuna. And now we got guys and gals coming in going, dude, my dog won't eat dog food. Do you have any lesser grade uh, tuna? I go, as a matter of fact, yeah, we have a dog food or an animal pet grade oh, in wow. the back. How much do you need? <laughs> I don't know, two for one special there. Now, yeah. Now, for people that watch, I mean, I love watching The Fishmonger. It, it is such an educational show. It is a fun show. 
Um, and it's a delicious. So, I mean, it makes me want to eat more seafood and everything, man. Um, but for guys, you know, watching it, you know, it's kind of like when you watch uh, Yellowstone or anything, it just like makes you want to go buy a cow. When I watch you, <laughs> I want to be a commercial fisherman, you know? Is no, that, don't do that. <laughs> is that, but you know, it's like, do you think it's even feasible for, let's say, you know, a guy coming up saying, this is an industry I want to get into. I love it. I believe in it. You know, I love what Tommy preaches. I want to carry on the legacy. You know, obviously it's going to be a huge fight. Um, is it something you would encourage people to do? You know, it's a dying breed. It's a young man's breed game for sure. Nowadays, it's a young man's game. Um, you're not going to make the money that we made, say, in the in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, mm-hmm. because Im- imported fish has flooded the market. So there's no real big demand. Quotas, permits, closures, all of that stuff factors in. It is a young man's game, but I would highly recommend for anybody that comes to a city along the East Coast, West Coast, or Gulf states, or even into a foreign country. Go down and talk to the commercial fishermen, mm. you know, the small artisanal fishermen, not the big industrialized draggers and, and processors and all that with two, three hundred crew members on it. You go down there with a family owned and operated boat with a boat's named after the wife or their daughter. Those are the guys you want to talk to. That's real America. Those are the, again, the, the ranchers and the auto workers, the steel workers, the pipe fitters, the coal miners, the oil field workers, the backbone of America. That's what this is all about. You bet. Hey, we've got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Tommy Gomes. He's the fishmonger, uh, host of the fishmonger. Season three is coming up on Outdoor Channel in May. <laughs> That's right. This has been so excited. This has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online. Check them out, YamahaMotorsports.com. Again, Mr. Tommy, the fishmonger, everything you have going on, Tunaville Market and Grocery. Where can we find you online? Tommy the Fishmonger on social media, Instagram and Facebook. You can also look at Tommy Gomes. There's also a Tunaville Market and Grocery Facebook and Instagram page. I'm an old guy. (laughs) I don't have a whole lot of... You know, knowledge on this whole Instagram hashtag, whatever type thing. But we're getting the word out, and I greatly appreciate coming on the show. I'm looking forward to next time. (laughs) You bet. Thanks, fellas. Make it a great day. Eat some fish. Oh, what's that terrible smell? Oh, it's just Cat Daddy, the beanhole baron of Cat Daddy's catfishing adventures. And he'll stink up the revolution with Jim and Trav after these words from our partners. But stay current with all things revolution by checking out weekly blogs, wild game recipes, gear reviews, and more at JimandTrav.com. See you after the break. Don't catch all the fish. Drink all the beer. I want to go fishing. Now, here's the Mac Daddy of the Beanhole, Cat Daddy, on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Here are the boys. Hey, we are back. We are talking Wild Impact on this week's show. Before the break, Tommy Combs, what a great guy. And he is the Fishmonger, season three coming to Outdoor Channel in May. The one species he could never catch is the elusive Cat Daddy. Cat Daddy, the Kansas Cat Man. He has whiskers, he has fins, and he's always on the water. Mr. Cat Daddy, how's it going, buddy? Hey, boys, it's going good, going good. That old boy will never get me to bite. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, this time of the year, the fish have just got to be 
perplexed over the hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, little bit of rain, sometimes snow. What's going on? Well, I tell you, that's that's a fact right there. But besides the channel cat and the blue cats and the other cats, we're looking at spoon billing right now, March 15th through May 15th. It's a wide open territory for the big spooners up in Oklahoma. Now, that's a prehistoric fish, isn't it? It, it ought to be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. The dinosaurs distribute them every spring. It, they're like related. Well, I think you're right. They they, they did swim with the uh, 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 dinosaurs. Well, I don't know if they swam or not the dinosaurs. But <laughs> yeah. Back in the Paradacto days, I guess. Yeah, I remember. They flew. They used to have the barbecues. You'd have the uh, the spoonbill and the T-Rex. They'd get into big fights. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was like, hey, Uncle you, Al. you've got little arms. you got a big bill, buddy. You know, a lot of crap talk. Anyways, spoonbill fishing, where are you going? Yeah, we're going down to Miami, Oklahoma. You know, spoonbill capital of the world. Y'all, Marion capital of the world, too, right? Absolutely. You can get a divorce there for 50 cents, I think. <laughs> yeah, now those spoonbills, they're actually going upstream to spawn. They're coming out of the uh, Great Lake of the Cherokees or whatever the heck that's called. Grand now. Lake. Grand Lake of the Cherokees. And do they just run up there or do they go in stages? Well, they kind of go in stages, you know. I've, uh, you get a lot of rain up in there. It's even better. Uh, last year was rough and hardly no water. And the year before that was rough, hardly no water. We still caught fish. But it was a hard job. I think it ought to be a real, real good time this year. Once you clean them down, it's pearly white meat, and it's kind of textured like chicken. Mm. It's not a flaky flake fish, you know. So what do you? But boy, sure is good with some pineapple on top of it, a little habanero sauce cooked Ooh, on the grill. Oh my goodness! Now, so what? You you put your hook down and you you feel a bump, kind of like Stevie Wonder looking for the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I well, you, you kind of throw up river, let the current catch it a little bit, tighten your line up a little bit, and give it a good jerk, man, like you're getting ready to kick somebody's butt. Oh. And, and I tell you what, uh, you'll know when you hook one, man, because that old pole <laughs> do everything it can instead of snapping half. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you're not exactly sure where you caught them. I mean, if you catch them in a dorsal fin or the tail, I mean, that's got to oh, be yeah. an all-day fight. Them, you know, if you foul hook one up like that, which, which they're really in the foul hook because you're snagging for any part of their body. Yeah. But like on a regular fish, like a, oh, a 10-pound catfish, if you snag one of them in the tail or the back, it turns that fish, well, it makes you think you got a 25, 30-pounder on there. Yeah. All right, so do you have <laughs> do you have anything available, Cat Daddy? If people want to get out there and they want to go to Oklahoma, because you, Lord knows you love Oklahoma, uh, Where do you have anything available? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. March 15th to May 15th, all them days in there kind of come and go, but just get a hold of me. We'll get something set up. And how you get a hold of old Cat Daddy is... Uh, www.catdaddyguideservices.com. Yeah, if you'd like to send Cat Daddy your latest, greatest photograph of your girlfriend, like that old trash fish thing that you have got, yep. uh, send it to catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. Yeah, if your girlfriend is a trash fish, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you probably won't be with her for very long. All right, this has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. That is all Cat Daddy uses on his fish. Visit them online at himtnjerky.com. Mr. Cat Daddy, you are the spoon bill god. We love you, buddy. High Mountain Seasoning mm, on top of spoon bill. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Stick around. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will continue right after these messages. 
Reimagine every adventure, every terrain, every incredible memory. The Yamaha Wolverine family of side-by-side vehicles help you reimagine off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Available right now at your local Yamaha dealer. With the Wolverine R-Max 21000 and R-Max 41000, recreation meets sport and maximum power meets maximum comfort and versatility. And with the Wolverine X2 and X4850, extreme terrain meets its match. Find your Yamaha Wolverine at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specification subject to change. I'm Al Simon, 91 years young. I created Balance 7 20 years ago. At 67, I went to see the doctor for the first time in my life and found that I had medical problems. He told me that was normal for my age. I don't believe God intended us to be sick and old. I decided to find something to bring my health back. For 10 years, I studied pH and how important it is to the human system. Balance 7 gave me back what I lost by getting older. I no longer get out of bed with a joint discomfort. Balance 7 can do for you what it has done for me and many others. In three days' time, you'll feel more energy, less joint discomfort, and clarity of thinking. No doctor or hospital can do what Balance 7 can do for you. Balance 7 is the key to unlocking the healthy immune system. Bring your body back to balance. Order now. Receive free shipping with the code word AL. Go to balance7.com. That's balance7.com. Order now and get your free shipping and a free gift with your order. Go to balance7.com. Use the code word L. Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week as we talked about Wild Impact. Of course, we had Jeff Danker on, Tommy Gomes, and the ever-lovely Cat Daddy. Exactly, Jimbo, last word. Last word is you got to tune in next week because we have got, uh, who is it? Brian Tucker and Jeff Thomason. Jeff Thomason, that's right. I can't read my own notes. Yeah, and like it or not, Cat Daddy is coming back. Oh. So there you go. By popular demand. Popular demand. I hope he talks about, I don't know, emu hunting. All right, so anyways, yes, thank you, boys and girls, for listening. We appreciate it so much. Get outdoors this week and take some kiddos with you and hammer home firearm safety. Jimbo, what do we say? We love the United States of America. That's right. God bless you and America. Peace out. Peace out.